And on the phone, I'm very pleased to have John Gorka. Good morning, John. Hello, good morning to you. And you are in Minnesota, so do you yes. consider yourself a Minnesotan? Because you weren't originally I've, born here, right? No, I'm from New Jersey originally, and I lived in uh, in Pennsylvania, Bethlehem, the Lehigh Valley area for almost 20 years, and and the rest, uh, the majority of my life, I've been here. Okay. At least, at least the uh, at least the the uh, the, the, uh, the biggest part of it. I'll tell you what, I've got another gal who was in the studio with me. Her name is Kathy Kaliski, is a big John Gorka fan, and she was doing a, a day sponsor of music, of folk music, of which yours was. So she just lucked out to be here today on the day we were interviewing you. So I asked her if she had some questions to ask you. So I'm going to have oh, Kathy nice. ask you a question. So she's from Mankato okay. as well, by the way. All right. Okay. Hello. Nice to Hello. talk with you. Um, nice, nice to meet you on the phone. <laughs> I have been, uh, I think I first heard you actually on a World Cafe episode years uh-huh. ago. <laughs> and I've seen you live probably at least three times. So right. I'm familiar with your performance style <laughs> and your playing. Um, so how long have you been in Minnesota? Uh, I moved here in January of... 96. Oh, all right. Yeah. And, and I think when you first came, you were, um, you did a lot of collaboration with other artists like Lucy Kaplansky and uh, some of the other Red House record Yeah. Performers. Uh, Lucy, and I, Lucy and I have been uh, singing together since uh, uh, November of 1984. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, uh, I was a part of the, um, the Fest Folk Musical Magazine uh uh, scene in uh, Greenwich Village in the in the eighties, uh, and uh, yeah, that I lived I lived in uh, at that time I lived in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and my uh, I had graduated from college in nineteen eighty and st- uh, stuck around there because of Godfrey Daniels Coffee House, which was my main main place of inspiration, and a, a lot of the people I started to uh, open shows for different people, and uh, quite a few of the people. Uh, I opened for Open Doors for me in other parts of the country. Uh, I opened for Jack Hardy in uh, early in 1984, and he invited me to be a part to, to maybe record something for that. Fest Folk Musical Magazine was a, a, like a full vinyl record with a 20-page magazine that came out. They tried to make it monthly. It was about at least 10 times a year for a bunch of years, and it featured mainly unknown, unsigned uh, acoustic singer-songwriters, and um, so that 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 was one thing that uh, I got to meet Lucy and and Sean Colvin and uh, uh, Christine Lavin and a whole bunch <laughs> of people there, and um, and then uh, also in that same year, '84, I opened for Nancy Griffith oh. when she came through town See? to Godfrey's, and uh, and I, I um, and she encouraged me to enter the Kerrville New Folk. Uh, kind of songwriter contest, and I, I did it. I did, it and I ended up winning. What? Which song and, was it, John? I think there was two songs. Uh, one that I've never recorded, oh. <clears throat> but I think the one that that the judges liked was uh, was branching out, which ended up on my first record. Okay, <clears throat> I I want to ask you this, John. Have you ever read your Wikipedia entry? <laughs> I, I have not seen. I, I know. I know there is one. I haven't seen it recently. Well, I'm going to ask you because it introduces you as the contemporary American folk musician. In 1991, Rolling Stone magazine called you 
the preeminent male singer-songwriter of what has been dubbed the new folk <laughs> movement. Now, yeah. how do how do you describe that, and what triggered that them to say that? I, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think that at the time, uh, the the a lot of the acoustic singer-songwriters were were running from the word folk, and I never really had a problem with uh, being a, a folk singer because uh, I thought it was kind of a noble aspiration. Um, and I, and I think that came. That's. And I think the uh, the. Uh, I think it came out of that. Just I was kind of. It's kind of a, uh, a, a mouthful. Uh, that. Uh, but so I think it came out of that because I didn't. I didn't really run from the. The, the word uh, being a folk singer. How did you get your start? You know, you mentioned you were out east when you got your start. Were you a kid? Was your your family musical? Did you take piano lessons, or or what uh, got John Gorka into music? No. Uh, uh, um, most of my brother plays guitar and, and uh, is a guitar player, and he lent me a guitar and, uh, and, uh, and showed me some chords and lent me some, a bunch of his song books. At first, I wanted to be a banjo player. <laughs> I love the sound. I love the yeah. sound of the banjo. And uh, 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 so, I, I, then about six months later, I started picking up the uh, gu- uh, guitar and, 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 it, and I started to write songs pretty much right away because. Uh, my versions of other people's songs were were not what you would call good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the uh, my own songs I was able to kind of uh, they sounded better because I was able to write within my limitations as I and then push on those boundaries. But um, that uh, so I started that and then uh, w- when I went to college, I'd, I'd, uh, uh, the very first night they had a freshman orientation coffee house that I played at. I played guitar and banjo and sang. And I met some other people there, and we we uh, formed uh, the Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band, <laughs> and we played uh, during our college years. And uh, uh, I, uh, I I was introduced by uh, Doug Anderson to uh, Dave Fry, who started Godfrey Daniels Coffee House on the south side of Bethlehem, and that was my uh, I mean, Godfrey's was my my kind of my entry uh, in, in learning about the kind of contemporary folk music world uh seeing some great great people there like uh, uh utah phillips and rosalie sorrells and stan rogers and, and nancy griffith and jack hardy and claudia schmidt great great people who i had not heard of before when you went to college did you set out to be a musician i mean did you major in music or were you on a different trajectory no uh, uh I, by the time i got interested in music uh there was there weren't really any kind of musical programs for somebody like me who is an ear musician. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I kind of learned what I learned mostly on my own. Uh, to uh, you know, I, uh, in the, during the pandemic, I, I did, did take some online music theory uh, courses. So <laughs> I, there's a, there's a lots of lots of uh, about uh, music that I don't know, but uh, but I'm interested in learning. But I, I knew I wanted to be a, a writer before I knew uh, music. I was going to add music to it, and uh, I think uh, the power of words alone was was really powerful. And when, combined with what I could express and uh, what I could artic- articulate in the lyrics, combined that what I couldn't uh, find words for, but I could I could express through the music. So that combination is um, is has always been my 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 go-to uh not being a very uh outgoing uh person uh uh that music has been my way to, to kind of uh 
reach other people. That's really good. I've, I've always admired how prolific of a songwriter you are and how, how frequently your, um, your, your CDs, albums, whatever they're called nowadays yeah, come yeah, out. No, no. <laughs> I think I own six or seven of them. Um, do you know how many you've made in total? Uh, I, I think there's 14 or 15. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm way behind. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, but uh, uh, a lot of them, are the, I did my first record with Red House Records, and then I uh, went to Wyndham Hill and High Street Records for for five records, and the last bunch I've done with uh, with Red House again. Mm. Um, and 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 it's uh, yeah, I haven't uh, I'm, uh, I wasn't really all that prolific during the uh, pandemic, but oh. uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> starting to starting to write now. And uh, what I did during the pandemic was uh, uh, I have kind of a home recording setup. I started to video. Uh, little performances in my very small uh, home studio that my wife called one song concerts <laughs> and we did them uh, I did them for, for every week for about a year there's uh, so they're on YouTube if you look oh. up John Gorka one song concerts so is that uh, sort of like live at uh, Daryl you know Daryl Hall live at Daryl's house this is is live at John's house <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I didn't do a whole lot of talking. It's just kind of one uh, performance of one song, okay. and uh, uh, so there's uh, there's over fifty of them, and they're just things I felt like doing at the time. I've come up with a, something in the beginning of the week, and then try to come up with an arrangement for it, and then try to get a good performance of the of that arrangement. And uh, so, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them there now. Are you on tour now? Because I see, you know, you're coming to Mankato, and then it looks like you've got another a bunch of other things you're going to be doing. You're going to be th- here Thursday. Are you uh, doing much touring at all anymore? Well, I did. I did. Uh, uh, you know, the, since the pandemic hit, a lot of the places that I, that I, I normally had played uh, have closed, and, oh. uh, and or just some of them are temporary, temporarily closed, and some uh, seems to be more permanent. And also, I've been. Uh, Trying to uh, uh, be as safe as possible in the in, the, in terms of the the virus to uh, have the audience masked and uh, you know the, as, uh, vaccinated that kind of stuff. So that that's also limited some of the places I could play where they serve food and drink where you know that's they need that income in order <laughs> to stay open. Yeah. Uh, so the number of shows has gone down. Uh, considerably, but I've I've had enough n- enough work to uh, to keep my head above water. I was just in in Bethlehem um, as a part of a thing called the uh, Festival Unbound. I was the artist in residence, so I did uh, several shows, and I played with uh, the Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band. We had a reunion <laughs> uh, 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 after I, I played with Russ Rentler, the mandolin player, a bunch over the years, but not. The three original members hadn't played together in a long t- uh, 42 years, so <laughs> it was. Uh, we had a, had a, did a couple shows, and I did a songwriter workshop with uh, singer songwriter Ann Hills, and I uh, and a couple shows on my own. But it was nice to be back at back in Bethlehem. How did you get the name for the Razzy Jazzy Spasm Band? That sounds like a bunch of maybe high school or college guys getting together, thinking <laughs> up something. And I don't know if that's the era or not, but just just curious. Yeah, no, I I, I was reading a book called uh, The Story of the Blues by Paul Oliver, and I came across this uh, a picture of uh, this 
uh, is a, a kind of a, a band that played on the street in New Orleans around the turn of the century. And they uh, they they mostly uh, played on the street. And a spasm band is, was kind of an impromptu band. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, so they had great names: uh, Emil Whiskey Benrod and uh, Stillbred Lacoom, and the, the totally anonymous Warm Gravy. Uh, I love that. So I I, I love the sound of that. So I, I I figured those guys wouldn't mind if I if I took the name. And uh, there's also a restaurant that sent me a poster. Uh, I guess. The, the Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band must have been somehow uh, in, people knew about them because he sent me a poster of the Razzy Dazzy Spasm Band and uh, <laughs> it said featured uh, uh, had a featured singer who, who's, <laughs> whose name was Family Haircut. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So uh, I love that. Wow. So, uh, I'm, uh, so I, I don't know if they would mind uh, uh, us... Uh, reviving the name but uh it seemed to seem somehow to fit <laughs> that's kind of funny were, were you younger or like teenager or were you college age that was in that was in college yeah okay was college. College. We, we met we met when uh uh russ and i were 18 and doug was was i think maybe six years older because he went to he went to college and he then he didn't like the, the first semester so he dropped out and oh. then he came back uh and then we we formed the He's he's kind of our leader. He's uh, he's like a, our big brother, <laughs> and uh, that was that was that was lots of fun. Do you have any plans to um, do any more with um, the your group Red Horse with, with Eliza and Lucy? Uh, 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 I think there's nothing nothing in the, in the works right now. I think I'm going to be doing a, I think uh, I do these online uh, songwriter workshops with Eliza. And, and Don Don Richmond uh, called uh, Casa de Musica uh, songwriting workshops. That we, they were originally in person in, at Eliza's place in near Taos, New Mexico. Uh, but, but since the, when the virus hit, we, we were doing them online. They, they've actually worked really well. And um, uh, Lucy, I'll be playing. Uh, I'm in a uh, group called On a Winter's Night, which is uh, Petty Larkin. Uh, uh, Cliff Eberhardt, uh, Lucy Kaplansky, and me, and we'll, we'll be doing some shows, a bunch of shows in uh, February, I think, to February and March. Well, it's good to know you're you're keeping busy now. What can folks down here in Mankato expect to hear from you? Are you doing old classics, new stuff, or what? What do your plans? Good, good question. I don't write up a set list <laughs> until after the Surprise! show. Surprise! So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm interested in that myself, uh, but uh, it'll be a mix. Um, hopefully, it'll be songs I know. <laughs> we never i never know that until after uh, the fact uh, anyway uh so it'll be a mixture of old and new things i think are you still actively writing new stuff um, for yourself and, and also for others yeah, yeah I, I mainly write for myself and then uh but i i've been uh i have got got some new songs in the works it seems like the uh, uh whatever that uh creative Lull was, you know, or at least it went to a different place to, meant to, to making those videos. Uh, I'm back to back to writing songs, and I'm hoping to do some recording in uh, in November. I've got uh, I've got quite a bit of time in November and December. Did the COVID pandemic shutdown? Did that inspire you? Mentioned you weren't really writing much then. Did it just kind of deaden your your senses or something that you didn't do yeah. anything? And, and I, I, I think uh, I think the, the all the creative uh, juices went through getting through a day. 
So, <laughs> that's a so good that's, point. So, so that's one of the things we we would tell the. Uh, we I was able to do some of the songwriting workshops, and uh, we were telling the people, uh, no, don't don't be too hard on yourself. It's it's a difficult time, and uh, don't beat yourself up if you're not all that productive creatively. John, you're from the living in the St. Croix Marine on the St. Croix area, and I know it's a beautiful mm-hmm. area because, like I said, I'm from just from over the border in Amory, Wisconsin. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what do you tell people when maybe they're going to come to visit Minnesota, Wisconsin area? What do you tell them to, to visit, or where do you take your friends when they come to town since, you know, you're the John Gorka? Where would John Gorka go? for? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, I'm not all that sociable, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, okay. don't really go out. No bear. <laughs> I like people, but I'm just not all that, uh, all that outgoing. So uh, I, uh, I'm pl- I'll be playing at the at Cedar Cultural Center in November. Okay. I think November nineteenth. Uh, that's that's a good place. Uh, there's a lot of really talented musicians and there's good studios. Uh, you know, for for musician types, uh, that's. Uh, I've gotten to work with some great people uh, here, and, uh, and people people are friendly. I think there's a uh, I, I, I tell people that uh, in you no know, being from New Jersey, you no know, people from New Jersey can be okay, but they can have a, maybe a little bit more of a of a shell. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Maybe because it's they have to deal with so many people. It's uh, it's that's the, where it comes from. Anyway. Uh, 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 I have a song called "I'm from New Jersey," and it says, "I'm, <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. I, I don't expect too much. If the world ended, I would adjust." And uh, I think I have my, I think I expect a little more now, being from uh, Minnesota. <laughs> right. Do you have any Minnesota-inspired songs that are any specifically were inspired by the area, the people, or anything like that? Oh, uh, I think there's, there's. I know there's some uh, uh, from, from uh, uh, inspired by. Uh, being here, I have a song called "When the Ice Goes Out." That's the one that comes to ah. mind um, when I hear something. Also, I have a song called "Temporary Road," which <laughs> is about uh, uh, about uh, skating on a river. And uh, so that's uh, so. Yeah, so that that has been a that that has been a, uh, uh, Minnesota has been a setting for these songs. Also. Um, I was asked to to release uh, to ask, asked to uh, write a song for um, uh, a bison uh, re- release. Uh, the, the, the ceremony is going to be November fourth, and I, I've got the song uh, ready to go. I, I heard recently that uh, there's some of the the first bison are coming to the state park in kind of south of the Twin Cities, not not as far south as Mankato. I think you've got a you've got a big preserve there. We near, we do it the Minneopolis State Park. We've got yeah. the bison with some of the initial or the original DNA from the bison that roamed years and years ago. So it's really cool and they have calves every yeah. spring and people that's like one of those things people come to see when they come to Mankato because yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that that's I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh but that's so that's definitely a kind of a, a a, a, a Minnesota song. <laughs> uh, they, they've been here for 400,000 years. <laughs> wow, yeah. The bison. So anything else, Kathy, do you want to ask John at all? Um, no, I'm looking forward to seeing you and, see, and hearing some of your newer your newer. Uh, cre- yeah, I've got, uh, I've got a, couple, a couple things uh, uh, that are newer and uh, that I'll, I'll be a mixture of 
uh, things that I, uh, I think are appropriate for the moment. Good, good. And how hard is it when somebody requests a song from, like, your very first album? <laughs> well, if it's not one I've, it's in, in the, I've done recently, it's not in the recently uh, retrievable area. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I probably <laughs> will maybe do it. I'll, I'll get to it, but it just may not be the same <laughs> night that the person requests it. Very good. Hey, well, <laughs> one of your songs I really like because I was in a folk, folk band and we sang this was My Invisible Gun. What is that about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I just, I, I just, it just came. Uh, uh, oh. I'm not sure with that. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to limit anybody's interpretation. Really? <laughs> so it's just something that came in your head, and yeah, some of these things. You know, the, these a lot of the uh, songs come before thought. So <laughs> interesting. <Huh. laughs> yeah, you have to. I'm I, I in a kind of a reception mode, and. I try to uh, let it in it and, and get out of the way of the song as it comes uh, comes into um, comes into the world. It's pretty. It's kind of a mysterious um, process, and uh, it's it's still uh, my my favorite thing to do. I think there's uh, uh, Leonard Cohen said, "If I knew where the songs came from, I would go back there a lot more often." <laughs> and that's uh, that's the way I that's the way I feel Which about. It, but I. I uh, which comes first, the words or the music, the lyrics or the music? Uh, it, 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 they can come in any way. There's, there's any, uh, there isn't any one way to write a song. Uh, sometimes it could come come with with a little uh, figure I, I come come up with on the guitar. Other times it's uh, if I I know if I have lyrics I can almost always come up with music, um, but it's, it doesn't always work the other way around. Um, but it's a uh, um, Again, it could be an image. It could be, uh, it could be a, a chord progression, or just uh, one one or one little figure that that uh, has, evokes some kind of emotion. Then I just kind of try to see where that's follow where that's going to go, and, uh, and 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 try not to force it in any one uh, direction. Well, John, we want to thank you so much for being on the show today and visiting with us. John Gorka will be here in Mankato Thursday, October 6th, 7.30 p.m. show at the Minnesota State University's Performing Arts Center in yeah. Halling Recital Hall. And I know you've been here before. This isn't your first time yeah. in Mankato, is it, at all? No, no, it's, no. It's, I've been there a few times, quite a few times before. So I think three or four times, maybe. Well, we look forward to having you back. Thank you so much for your time. And oh, yeah, thanks a lot for doing this. It's n- nice to talk with you, and I hope, hope I made some sense and was able to complete a sentence. <laughs> you did fine. <laughs> and we'll play a song, and then, then it can tell the whole story. How's that? Okay, sounds good. Bye-bye, John. <laughs> Thank you. All righty, bye-bye. 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 <laughs>